This is Big Girl Pants Podcast, episode 11. Hi! Hi. Welcome to Big Girl Pants Podcast, where we're here to talk about women, health, power, and wealth. Hosted by April Melton and Kimberly Shapiro. We are real women with real jobs doing real life. We as women know what it feels like to try to be super mom, super fit, wrinkle-free. All the while climbing the corporate ladder. Sound Sound familiar? familiar? Then this show is for you. So stay tuned. Hi. Hey, we're back. Welcome back. Big Girl Pants Podcast. So exciting. So this is so fun. Today we have a guest with us, Miss Courtney Caldwell. So a brief little introduction. She is the COO. I hope I get all this right. I have to read my own writing. Correct us if we get anything wrong. I know. Please do. (laughs) So the COO of beauty tech startup Shearshare, which is the first on-demand salon and barbershop space um, rental app. And I'm definitely going to have you talk about that, what that means and how you got involved in that and where that all started. But I do want to mention just a few of your accolades because I think this is super cool. 2018. Uh, Dallas Business Journal Women in Tech, which is how I found you. Oh my gosh! I, I literally don't think I knew that. Yeah, I, I don't think I told you that. I was no. um, going through the Dallas Business Journal and I saw your ridiculously gorgeous photo, oh, red dress, you're right? Too kind. That and was a red dress that day. That yeah. was a red dress moment. Yes. yes, and I always dig a red dress, yeah, right? And so I saw this gorgeous photo and I thought her. I want her on our show. So I emailed her April and she was like, sure, I'd love to be a part of it. And the rest is history. So here we are. Um, 2017 L'Oreal Women in Digital Award winner. Super fantastic. Um, Direct Marketing News 40 Under 40. Is that right? That's right. Okay. And you also are um, on the advisory board for Ogle Cosmetology School. Mm -hmm. I can't read my own writing. Um, (laughs) And then UT Dallas Entrepreneurship Council, like on the council. Is that what that is? Okay. That's right. So, um, yeah, you've got a lot of boxes checked there in your young life. I didn't try. I wow. Did not try to I know. Do can, that. can we ask, like, how old are you? Oh. Are we allowed to? If it was 40 time? under 40. So, oh, yeah, I was going to say, I couldn't hit that list again. Any, okay, got so, it. Yeah. Um, but I would like to say, still, she looks like she's 25. All, she's sitting at our table right now. I like to say they are very kind. With no, no wrinkles. Like, I, she doesn't even oh. know what those are. Yeah, I don't even want to talk about that. You're like, it's fine. They're on the inside. Yeah, they're on the inside. The grays. Oh, my goodness. Do we want to talk about the grays? April doesn't want to talk about the grays because April doesn't have any uh, the grays. First of all, rude. I have like four grays. Four? Four. Oh. I, I, I have four grays in the nape of my neck. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. In the nape. No. <laughs> Me too. I can't even keep up with dying mine anymore. It's You're like, every, whatever, I'm over it. It's every two weeks. Over like, I can't yes. even keep up. I know. It used to last. I could dye my hair once and it would last like six weeks. I'd yeah. Like, okay, that's fine. Right? Now, no. no. They're relentless. Same, yeah. same, same. And I'll tell you yeah. what I found um, in oh, my yes. eyebrow. Last week. No. Did you? You lie. I have not gotten to the eyebrow. But I plucked it so it'll never come back. It's going to bring friends. Three three are coming. They bring on their way. (laughs) Oh my gosh. They travel in pairs. They do. It's not fair. It's Mm -hmm. just not fair. Mm -hmm. So, anywho, I now have gray eyebrows that I'll be dying soon. (laughs) So amazing. Can't wait to dye our eyebrows. God, I'm not excited about that. So first, start us off with telling us just a little bit about who you are, yeah. a little bit about your background, where you're from, okay. um, your family, yeah. that kind of thing, and we'll just, we'll start there. Okay, wonderful. 
Um, well, I'm, I say I'm a Texas girl, but I'm really a Cali girl. I was born in Santa Cruz, California. My dad was military. He was a military doctor, but my parents separated at a very young age. Yeah. I don't even remember California, but every time I land in Cali, I have to say that the air just feels different. Dude, I just got back from San Diego, oh. and it was, it was the first time I'd ever gone, and it's so amazing. I know. It's, that's the one place I can honestly travel to and never have to look at the weather. I love like, it. It's the same no matter what. It's, it's like 70 ish. I can't believe it. Now <laughs> I, I know, know why it's so expensive to live there. I yeah. Know. I've been to Vegas. for the weather. And San Francisco. Not Vegas. Uh, LA. LA and San oh, Francisco. Yeah. That's it. No. Nowhere well, else. That's enough. That's honestly, enough, right? To, that's it. To convince you to want to move to Cali and try to spend $2 million on an apartment home. Yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, I know. No. But so my dad was <laughs> military and we moved around, you know, quite frequently. Um, ended up in San Antonio. So sometime in Nashville, Tennessee, and then sometime in, in San Antonio. When people ask me where I'm from, I say San Antonio because I graduated high school from there. Yeah. Uh, I went to a military high school. Not because I was a problem child. <laughs> Tell uh, the truth, just, Courtney. <laughs> <laughs> never that. I was the apple of my mother's eye. Um, it was just the best education in the city at the time, and I loved it. Thought I was going to do military. Actually went to SMU on a ROTC scholarship for Army. Did that for a year and said, uh-uh, not for me. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Then um, I decided marketing sounds good. Okay. And I've been doing marketing ever since. Went to UT Dallas for my MBA. Okay. Yeah. And here I am. Awesome. Very cool. I'm actually working on getting in the MBA program at UT Dallas. They haven't accepted me yet, but it's okay. She's like, whatever. I'm still trying. I'm phone call. I'm yeah. working on it. <laughs> well, it would help if I would get my recommendation letters in. <laughs> yes, so. I will say that. I mean, <laughs> probably would help a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that's the only missing link. I got to tell you oh something, gosh. though. The GR, is it GRE? Yes. Or the GMAT. Which one are you, t- are you taking? I took the one that was easy. I Googled it. <laughs> I'm like, I just, I just. Well, Google never lies. Right? I'm like, I just need sure. the one that's the easiest. And it was the one that had less math. It was still clearly uh, of the quantitative stuff, but it had fewer yeah. questions okay. on that, I guess. I that's know. when I took. I took it once. I took a GMAT one time and I was like, I'm done. I, th- listen, yeah. I do really mm-hmm. well in, in like classes and, and oh. learning and all of that. Like I'm, I, I, I'm an, I consider myself an academic, I suppose, but <laughs> those tests. Yeah. No. Uh-uh. Never again. Not for me. Nope. No. So anyway, keep going. I'm so sorry. So no, you were in. Okay. So you've been in marketing. So what? Mm-hmm. What did you do before now? Like what did you do oh, before Sheer Share? Nothing existed before now. Nothing matters. <laughs> no, um, great question. No, I actually spent 20 years in B2B tech marketing. So, okay. Like I used to run Oracle's digital strategy and innovations group. I had PNL across five continents. Loved that gig. Um, then I decided to go out on my own, and I said, I think I can help more enterprises if I kind of expand myself. Right. Just staying in one brand. Um, did that for a lot of big names like Zenefits, Qualtrics, Zendesk, um, big technology companies. And then my husband looked at me one day and said, I think I have this idea because it was really our problem to solve. Um, so let me give you his background. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So my hubby, he's like my BFF. He's the best guy in the entire world. Oh my gosh. How cute are you? I love he's it. The best. Love it. And, I, and I'm so happy that I can say that because I know. our son's going to graduate next year. And think about all the people who, when the kid leaves, like sometimes the marriage doesn't really last. Right. Because they're not friends anymore. They kind of lost each other through the kids. No, not this one. Good. Not this one. Love yeah. It. So he's got 25 years in beauty. I mean, this man went back to school and got his doctorate degree in professional barbering and cosmetology. Which I didn't even know that was a thing. I know. Yeah. Until I read his uh, like, bio. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Miracle University in Virginia. Wonderful staff out there. Wow. Phenomenal. Um, and so he was writing a best-selling book on how to make how to be successful in the beauty and style industry. Oh, okay. And so we've had our own salon in Plano for 20 years. 
And so family works there. It's been it's a phenomenal place to go. Yeah. Um, What's so it called? It's called Salon 74. Please plug, oh, yes. plug yes. yourself. Please do. Definitely Always plug yourself. Salon74bytai.com. Okay. okay. Um, yeah, great services there. Uh, so he decided to expand one year. He was like, you know what? I don't want just the open concept chairs. I also want to provide private suites if someone wants that. Yeah. And people were not calling okay. to sign a long-term contract, right. which is typical in the industry. Most people don't know that like your hairstylist, how she finds space to work, First, she's probably cold calling or she's asking her friends, hey, do you uh, hear about an open chair anywhere? And then when she finds a place, she signs a contract. Right. So I'm working out of this chair in this salon for right. the next year. Year, months, two years, two, right. Some people, 25 years, believe it or not. Mm, yeah. Wow. And so people who said, I don't think I want to do that anymore. And we got one phone call from this independent stylist who said, I just need to come up there like Friday, Saturday. Right. I'm afraid of losing these clients. They pay me a lot of money. If I don't find a place closer to them, they're not going to drive an hour to see me anymore. And so my husband came home and we talked about it. And he was like, eh, I'm going to try it because that suite is just sitting there idle. It's collecting dust. I'm going to make some money on it. And he loved the experience. And I guess she loved it too because then she said, Apparently, right? can you find me the person in Houston who'll do the same exact thing? Or like, okay, whatever. And they started telling her friends and they would call. And so we were serving as like this concierge service for three years, believe it or not, manually matching stylists to empty salon space. Wow. I know. And finally one day I'm like, wait a minute. You're like, this is a business. <laughs> no, not even. It wasn't even like that. The aha moment was, you know, we were traveling, I think headed to Tokyo because I was working again for Oracle at the time. Oh yeah. And I was like, I can't take another phone call. And my husband's like, I can't take another phone call. Like, right. This feels like a full-time gig. I'm like, I know. He said, well, just go online, babe, and figure out, you know, where can we, where's the app that does what we do. So the next time somebody calls, we'll just kind of push them in that And direction. you're like, oh. we're going to make it. Well, well, I looked. I did my <laughs> darndest. I searched under every rock or so I thought and couldn't find it. And that's when we looked at each other and said, we, gotta we do have it. to make this. Yeah. Wow. And how long okay, ago was so, that? That was 2000 and. 12 okay yeah yeah so i want to talk seriously about uh-huh. you jumping ship from your oracle gig oh, okay i have one right? question before oh we yeah go that. for yeah, it far, so yes yes mm-hmm. we definitely have to talk about that but also how who did you go to first to make an app yeah oh, right yeah yeah because we're we're not sitting on the weekends coding and reading books about no how to code we right do, we are not technical co-founders by any means nor do you probably have millions of dollars that some Mm-mm. like large organizations ask for like bottle rocket they're like you need two hundred fifty thousand dollars down no. to make an app no, with us that was not us not at all no so when i was working at oracle i had to travel back to redwood city a lot and had a meeting one day this must have been in maybe the mid-2000s um, with this lady who had mentioned at the time the word startup and so I just kind of plugged it away at the time it just kind of completely flew over my head I was like oh she's in startups I don't know what that is whatever (laughs) um but when my husband and I looked at each other we said we think this is a startup so call that lady that you had lunch with that day and ask her about this and so that's what we did we called her up and said this is the idea. This is the problem that we've been having. And she was silent for a good, like, 30 seconds. And you know how awkward that can be. Like, <laughs> so awkward. Hello? Like, Hello? What does like, this mean? We're not, we're not connecting. <laughs> right. Oh, no. Do you hear me? Are you still there? Can you right. hear me now? <laughs> about now. About now. And no, she said, oh, my gosh, that's a billion-dollar idea. Now, this lady, honestly, she can't walk from her car to the grocery store without getting pitched. Like, that's how entrenched she is in Silicon Valley startup world. So we knew if she said thumbs up, then we were like, we got we to gotta try it. You got to wow. pursue it. Yeah. Okay, so now your question. So my question was, you had, well, that kind of answered it, right? If you've okay. got someone like that that's super knowledgeable and they, they, they know yeah. the market, they kind of have a thumbprint on the market, and they're telling you this is a billion-dollar idea, mm-hmm. 
Okay, right there is how you decide to jump ship. That, that helped. That's the hard part. Yeah. I think a lot of people have ideas, mm-hmm. right? Um, they want to. They and it could be yeah. something super small, like network marketing. God, yeah. who knows what it is, I right? Know. They want to go out on their own, but they just mm-hmm. don't know how to pull the trigger and just yep. do it. I know. That's scary, it right? It was extremely scary for me. So for one, I never saw myself like starting something. I, I never was a kid who said, oh, I'm going to you know, own my own lawnmower business or babysitting company right. or be an entrepreneur. I didn't even know what an entrepreneur was back in the day. <laughs> when I was growing up, you said entrepreneur, that meant you were unemployed. Right. Like, oh, that's cute. Okay. <laughs> it, still, it still has a stigma. <laughs> it still has a stigma. I'm like, he's like... You know, like guys, like you talk to one. Oh, I'm an entrepreneur. Oh, so you're a drug dealer? Like, what does that mean? <laughs> or, or you promote parties? Like that's usually. Oh yeah, you're a par- yeah. you're a club promoter. Yeah, great. Promoter. No, you're not. No thanks. Um, but, no, but entrepreneur. I never said Courtney wants to be an entrepreneur. I always wanted to be the VP of marketing and then yeah. the head of marketing and CMO. And once I hit that echelon, I looked at myself and I was like, That sounds okay. like you. Like what like, now? So now yeah. what? Yeah, yeah now seriously, what? I'm looking in the mirror like it. I didn't think it was going to feel like this. Like I right. expected fireworks and yes. you know, applause and. Well, you can check the box, and that's about all you got. That's right? it. Yeah, that's it. And exactly. no money comes with the box either. Like no, no extra anything. <laughs> Just extra headaches, more team members to manage, etc. Um, but I was. I was fine with Oracle. I loved Oracle, enjoyed it. I could see a path to success there. I was like, I, this could be my forever job, no big deal. Um, and then I said, I think I want to do something different and go out on my own. And I was so timid because I'm used to, you have five weeks of vacation and you get paid every two weeks. Yes, and these are the your consistency, the and regularity. I, yes, yeah, exactly. The, the security. Computer, oh, not yeah. even that, but just like the computer comes to you. Like it gets shipped to you and you open it up and all of a sudden it says, hey, Courtney, here's your email and everything set up for you. And it's like magic in a box. Right. That's true. Um, so starting something on your own is like, like what book do you read for that? Right. Like. There's entrepreneurs so what for did you do like <laughs> kind of walk us through the process because there's there's fine like there's yeah. funding and like you've got to find oh, yeah. capital and you've no. got to figure out how to well first I had to get I had to move from corporate America and that was the big step okay. so when I moved from Oracle to serving as my own consultancy like one woman show yeah that was a big jump and then we moved to Sheer Share. Gotcha. but that first initial jump out of Oracle it was my husband saying babe you got this you have all the connections just call all your old bosses and see yeah. if they need help they're gonna hire you and they did and I was okay. still scared but yeah. he said you have to jump and grow your wings on the way down what were you mostly afraid of was it the mm. the shift in the financial like the income it was, was it the not knowing okay it was just the not knowing yeah like i'm used to every two weeks like that's the thing right midnight, and i have a amount of money in my bank account it's a hard thing to walk away from it was so hard. the security of it yeah but now i look back and i go why didn't i do it earlier sooner yeah i hear uh, so everyone we talk to that's the sentiment that? right everyone yeah. but it's just so hard to make that initial jump it is and just say okay i'm doing it i hate it i think yeah, men are more true. inclined to do that too than women are yeah they're risky um because we sure. like the security aspect yeah. we like that right that paycheck yeah. every two weeks yeah. yeah we just are born to be and desire security for i sure. think so yeah for sure. So walk us through the process. I want to know what it's like to start a business, mm-hmm. what advice you can give other women out there who yeah. want to start a business now okay. that you know and you've been there. <sighs> and if you could go back and do this all over again, uh-huh. what would you do differently? Ugh. I would get out of my own way sooner. Mm-hmm. And what does that mean? Do you, Man. I'm a person, and maybe many women are like this, I live in my head a lot. Oh, for sure, yes. But I have permanent residency there. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the voices. I'm like, turn them off. You're like, shut up. Stop it. Just shut up. But I was watching this TED Talk from this neurosurgeon one day. Okay. And she said something that it was like, 
it changed my life, honestly. Do you remember who it was? Because I love watching those. No, but I'll try to figure okay. it out. And I'll, I'll, I'll text you or send you an email. Um, but she told me, or me, I thought she was talking to me. She, <laughs> said, she said, there's something interesting about the brain. The brain does not know the difference between true and false. Mm-hmm. Yes. So what we tell it, it's mm-hmm. going to believe. Oh, mm-hmm. for real. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So that means like every time I doubt myself or every time I say, no, you shouldn't try that. It's, it's a little too risky. You're almost willing it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I, we totally and need so, to find that. We need to find that after oh, this because that so pertains good. to so many things in our lives. Yep. Oh, and as hokey that as that book is, do you remember the book, The Secret? Oh, mm-hmm. yes. That's yeah. the whole concept. No. Think and Grow Rich. All those books. That Absolutely. is the concept. Absolutely. Yeah. But they were written by me. Firm believer. Right? Well, not right. the secret. The secret oh, was the se- the secret a woman. woman. A woman. I didn't yeah. yeah, on her life. She, um, I don't want to tell the story because oh I don't remember exactly. I just remember she had some life altering event that was causing her to be depressed yeah. and she was kind of in her own way and yeah. in her own head yeah. and couldn't get out of the way. Yeah. And she started kind of willing um, positivity into her life and only saying you good, positive to. things. And her entire world yeah. shifted oh, and yeah. almost overnight. I've seen it happen so, in my own life. So yeah. I, I'm a huge fan. Love that. that. Agreed. So I definitely want you to yeah. figure out who that was because I would love to watch it. No, promise, we can that. Google it too. We'll look through some <laughs> well, TED that's talks. true. Yeah. True, true. And especially, I wonder how many neurosurgeons are doing TED Talks. Maybe yeah, like 10. Female too. Yeah. So. Female, female neurosurgeons. Yeah, we'll find it. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's that. Well, there's that. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. So funding. keep going. All right. So funding uh, for funding. a startup. Yeah, yeah. Um, so again, we did not know this world existed where people called angel investors mm-hmm. or venture capitalists would give you money to go build something. And do yeah. you just pitch your idea? Okay. So first, we bootstrapped this bad boy. Okay. Like it was okay. What money do we have in the bank account? What bill can we pay off so that without a shadow of a doubt, we have no excuse for yeah. stopping right. or quitting? Um, and so, like, we paid off cars. We paid off every bill that came in the house, every credit card. We paid off our house. Before you launched. Before we did this. Okay. Before we gave money to a third party and said, I need you to build this. Okay. And mind you, my husband had written on a Chipotle napkin every screen of the ShareShare app. Because you got to remember, we had three years of what I guess is considered now research, right? So yeah. we knew what questions the hosts were going to ask. We knew what questions the stylists were going to ask. Okay. So we knew what they expected to see on the app. So he drew that out on a Chipotle napkin. We were eating rice and beans back then a lot. <laughs> At Chipotle. At Chipotle. Mm, delicious. Yes, because they have the nice rice. I like their rice. <laughs> and they have really good guac. <laughs> they have the so nice true, rice. though. Super nice. <laughs> so good. And so um, the same lady who we called that one time, right, to say, we have this kind of funky idea. Right. She said, okay, well, if you don't know, like, a CTO-type person, what? Where does that person live, right? right. Who's going to quit their job to go do this dream of yours? Um, she said, I have someone who's a friend of mine who helps build apps. We were like, okay, well, let's try that. And so we had a conversation with this company and really got a really strong connection with the CEO. And they built our MVP or our, our minimally viable product, they call it in the tech. Oh, world. okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is so amazing. It's crazy. Yes. It's crazy. So but, how much time between yeah. we've got this idea mm-hmm. to here's our live app yeah. and we can't, we're so excited for people to yeah. like actually get on it and do their thing. I think it took us between six and nine months. Oh, wow. That's faster than I thought you were going to say. I don't know. I think it, that felt very slow. I'm sure <laughs> when you're living in it, right? Yes, but if, yes. and that's from you saying, we're going to do this. Right. We're going to pay off all our bills. Uh-huh. We're going to make this happen to yes. 
live app. Right, exactly. Wow. They okay. give the money to the team and they start building that that out. What That's did your amazing. team look like in the beginning? Oh, myself and my husband. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> now, now we're a team of 10, but it was just the two of us for a very long time. Got wow. it. Do you have brick yeah. and mortar or is everybody kind of no, in their... No, we're a contingent workforce. We're all remote. It, as yeah. it would make sense with an app, right? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. So cool and so inspiring. Thank you. Anything else you would do differently, though, other than just getting out of your way as far as, like, funding and finding the money? and Yeah, I would oof, I would research what investors uh, to go after first. Okay. Mm. So we spend a lot of time, you know, you're, we're considered an early stage startup, and so that means a certain check size. Um, so I would not have gone to meetings with the larger VC firms because right. that was a lot of wasted time. But they'll always take a meeting because nobody wants to miss out on the next big Airbnb or the next Uber, right? Right. Um, so I would have done that differently. Uh, I think I would have still paid off every bill so that you didn't have any excuse to go back and probably gotten a tech team in-house earlier. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. For sure. So... This is just so. In, I, I'm I know. so. It's just, I'm just like. Oh my god! Like anyone has an idea and actually makes it like yeah, a happen. real thing. It's yeah. tangible and it's live. I'm so impressed by that. Well, I will say this: that I really had the idea for Snuggies back in the day. What happened? <laughs> I was sitting on my sofa. True story. Kid you not. And it was late at night, and this infomercial pops up, and it's for a freaking Snuggie. And You're like, you, that's my idea. I'm sitting in my row backwards. And I was like, oh, you've got to be kidding me. Like, nobody's going to pay for that, though. You're like, somebody. Here's what I think I've learned. Um, Somebody (laughs) will pay for anything. 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 There's somebody out there who will pay for anything. Seriously, I really believe that. You know, with our global economy, they may not be right here in in Plano, but I mean, somewhere on the planet, somebody's going to buy this crazy whatever it is. So true. So So, um, I have a question. So when you're appealing to, stylists uh-huh. um like how do they find out about you like yeah. wh- does the word get out through other stylists like what happens and then like no, how your app works like if somebody goes on vacation and they want to work a couple days can they like rent a suite and like that's Whoa. what happens every day i know it's crazy people go to pembroke pines florida to go back home right and they're tired of doing their mother's hair in the kitchen sink we call them kitchen titians and so they're tired of that and they want to be able to charge salon prices proper salon rates so they can feed their families because you have a suite but they don't need exactly. a full-time suite right yeah exactly they they just they, the typical stylist actually works three to four days a week they're right not in there seven days yeah mine only works uh tuesdays thursdays and saturdays See, there you go yeah do you think example. most stylists even know that that's an option for them uh as far as what sheer share yeah for, well just the fact that okay i don't need a full-time suite i just need one hour here two hours there they or they a day. don't know that like, sheer even, share exists yet because yeah. we're well, the first ones to do this and so even no before even sheer thinking. share like yeah. even before like to know mm-hmm. like that's they even a possibility that. i doubt it yeah that's what no, i'm wondering because every beauty school is going to teach you either go own your own shop time that too but starting out, go to a salon, oh, right, right. rent a booth, right. then grow up to rent a booth, booth rental, and then maybe open up your own salon. That's what I'm thinking. So. Like most most stylists don't even know no. that that's a possibility no. out there in, in the universe. About and the best part right. about yeah. social media is that, like, if you are a legit stylist and you have following, you can put, "I am in this location today, and I can get clients that day in that area." That happens every day on wow. our app. Kid you not, no. So people find out about us today through word of mouth. Like 40% of our hosts and our stylists come to us by word of mouth. Okay. But we're we're still like barely scratching the surface. Do you guys ever partner with company? Have you ever heard of a Monate, like Modern Nature? I have. Okay. So have you you connected with anybody from 
there to like spread the word to more stylists because no, I know my not. stylist sells Monate. Yeah. Um, and I know a couple of like pretty high up people in that company well, that I would love us. to. I would love to introduce Let's you to. Do it. That Let's way do it. they can like tell you know more about you and you can tell more about it. them and whatever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah for we sure. Have some good connections with local at least product distributors. Yeah. So I will give you same. all their information. They're pretty Wonderful. high up in North Texas too, so that would be cool. You guys okay. could you could meet in person. I love it. I think that's it for time. Oh, is good? it? Yeah. Hold on. It's four twenty. No, we have we have a few more minutes. Just okay. a, like, just a <laughs> Two few more, more minutes. Okay. Just a few more minutes. So, what's the future of Share Share? Mm. So today it's find space to work, right? Okay. Um, but eventually we're going to be anything and everything as far as a B two B tool for stylists, barbers, nail techs, any kind of cosmetologists um, to operate their business on yeah. demand. So just think about. Now you can go to the ShareShare app and you can book space to work. Like now we're going to allow you to purchase insurance by the day. So instead of having to pay for insurance for an entire year at a time, maybe because you're only working three days a week, you only need insurance for three days. Right. And so we're working with Lloyd's of London right now to do that. Very cool. Um, And then products. So maybe you don't want to be logging around a lot of products. You can pay for your space to work on the app, buy your insurance, then purchase products. L'Oreal or Monet would ship that bad boy to the salon ahead of you. Um, And then anything and everything. Just think about any B2B tool. We actually just launched this new one for the first time again, another first, my husband and his pioneering mind, um, <laughs> where stylists, independent stylists have access to free weekly pay stubs. Wow. Like when has a stylist ever been able to have a weekly pay stub? Yeah. Like we know from experience going into a bank, having your own salon, being independent, yeah. the amount of paperwork they ask for when yeah. you say, can I get a mortgage or a car or loan, a loan or, or anything? Yeah. Exactly. Right. And so we are helping to you know, release that hurdle. That is so amazing. Yeah. It really is. I know. I'm so excited about that. So just two more things and I promise we'll let you go because I know. <laughs> <laughs> you're on a timeline. But the first thing is, what advice do you have for women? Mm-hmm. Just women Just who want women, to take the... Yeah. Well, as women, but also okay. women who want to launch a business or they want to go out on their own or they want to do something, but they're just too scared. What advice? You know, I still deal with mommy guilt. Yeah. Like, no one tells you that when you start a business that you're still going to have to... like. Clothes still have to get washed. Yeah. And like the food, food still, has, still to, has to get made. I know. People still got to eat, you know, day in and day out. Right. Those guys, they eat three meals a day. Um, but <laughs> your time is like spent and you're you're pulled in so many different directions. You know, I still deal with that. So I, I wish I had some words of advice. I was hoping to get some encouragement. <laughs> <laughs> like, How you I mean, we'll it? give you all we got. We'll literally I mean, give you everything. If we had everything. another half hour. <laughs> and, and it's not easy because we're also vegan. And so you're like, wait, what? Like, yeah. how do you navigate that? And we did that, by the way, when we were starting Share Share. Yeah. Like, we found that changing our diet, like, I have so much more clarity of thought. Like, I honestly feel I can solve the world's problems. Just by going vegan. Just by changing my freaking diet. Wow. Yeah. You know what's so interesting? I know we're running out of time, but she just started the carnivore diet, which is polar opposite. Polar opposite. (laughs) And for that reason. You feel and different. the clarity. Yeah, and See? I just I listened to um, a podcast where a like a vegetarian slash vegan um, PhD was debating with someone who was uh, like not for the carnivore diet but for the paleo diet, yes. and the disparity between the yeah. two was really interesting. But the big takeaway is everybody's different. Literally, yeah. every body. Is That's different. the biggest thing. Every body Completely is different. True. Everybody's going to react differently to different mm-hmm. things. Yeah. Um, There's this book called um, Eat Right for Your Blood, blood type. type. I've read that. Yeah. It's, it's incredible. I have I not actually it's followed the instructions. <laughs> I, 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 I feel completely different. 
That is interesting. I need to go yeah. back and read it. I have it. I need to go back and read downstairs it. Downstairs yeah. in my oh. library. So I need to just pull it out <laughs> and like an follow it. So of course you have the book. Girl, I read so much. <laughs> now if I could just I retain. Mean, look, this is just this one. This is nothing. You guys this is tiny. Jesus, but there is a bookshelf behind her. Yeah. Full. full I need to take her into books. my living room. She's like, I've read them all 17 times. <laughs> whatever. And they're all good ones too. And I've listened to them on audiobook. And oh. then I come home at night and read the tangible book. I do that too. <laughs> I kind of do. She's like, I actually do that. It's so funny. I do want to say one thing before we let you go. You mentioned just a second ago about the guilt around like Mm -hmm. nobody tells you when you, when Mm -hmm. you jump off and do that's really anything Mm -hmm. or you have your own business or whether you're climbing the corporate ladder or whatever it is, Mm -hmm. we women harbor so much guilt. Is my kid getting enough time? Is my husband getting enough time? And am I getting enough time? Here's the thing I want to speak to you about your son. Mm -hmm. He's watching the example that you two are setting for him right now incredible that is an education nobody gonna give that boy and he so, wants to he wants to major in entrepreneurship see, like go figure that's right? incredible so what if he doesn't have like a full meal every night and so yeah. what if the laundry didn't get done if one I week to order in how I, else learning, is he gonna right. learn that yeah like no, that's incredible by saying i i am learning to be to give myself a pass yeah like it's okay if i have to go to zoe's or it's okay if yes. I go back to chipotle yes. again for the third time in a week yeah <laughs> as long as my family's getting paid, that's right because okay. those are the lessons yeah. that i mean yeah it's great to have family together you know at night and that's wonderful and those are lovely lessons as well but those are life altering lessons that he's yeah. getting from you and I think that's pretty incredible yeah, so you should be proud of that I have to I have to plug my son we're so darn proud of this kid he plays football he's like a genius student athlete and he already has offers from Harvard and Yale and oh my god are you serious yes Yes. Yeah, so how I'm exciting! Like so yeah. Yes, I, I was never smart enough for anybody of those. Neither was I. Want me. <laughs> I don't even know what that's like. Wow. Like, what is that acceptable? Oh my gosh, that is like? that's so amazing. amazing. Yeah. I feel like I need to go back to school now too. With gosh, him, that's experience for real. Yeah. So before it. we allow you to go, we always ask everyone, <laughs> um, what would you, what advice would you give to your twenty-year-old self? Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Lessons you've learned, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. Um, I would say. You got just got to do it. Like if you think of something, that thought is there for a reason, mm. and so go after it. And then I would say you are as perfect as you are. Like yeah. don't compare yourself. I think as women we compare ourselves so much to each other and mm-hmm. have magazine covers and mm-hmm. whatever. And you got to give yourself a pass. Yeah. Um, and then just spend time with me. Like it's okay to get up in the morning and not cook breakfast first, and instead go meditate. And then go read my Bible and then do my prayer journal. And it's okay, but I need that for me. I love that advice. Time for yourself. It's so, so important. Mm -hmm. Well, thanks so much again for being with us. I hate that it's cut so short, but we have to accommodate the time for you. We want you to make sure you can get up and get your dry cleaning. (laughs) Again, it's the mommy guilt. (laughs) So you've got to get those chores done. Um, but I do want you to plug your business, give the uh, yes. the app, how people find the app, and oh, what, do gosh, you have a yes. website and all that kind of stuff. Thank you. So you guys go to www.shareshare.com. Again, we're the first app that lets stylists book space to work by the day in cities all over the world. Salon owners, go to www.shareshare.com slash become a host because we'll help you make money on that empty space. And then you can find us on Instagram at Shareshare. Everywhere, Shareshare. Facebook, Oh, very Twitter. cool. We'll awesome. find you as well. That's how I found you on Instagram. Very cool. And April does our plug. Yep. Just check us out on our website www.biggirlpantspod.com check us out on instagram biggirlpantspod um twitter 
Twitter. Well, Love we have it. all of our information on our website. Oh, that's too, true. So go to the yeah. website. You'll find it all. Just go to the website. And at one point in you know time, we'll get our, our YouTube page attached too. But if we don't, because you know I'm kind of slow with that stuff, um, <laughs> Big Girl Pants Podcast is um, we have a channel on YouTube now as yep. well. Perfect. All right, everybody. Thank you, Courtney. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Love, love, love. All right, everybody. Peace out until next time.